2020 has been like no other year. We've ridden the wave through 2020, and I wanted to bring to you 10 lessons that we've learned here at Think. If you're just joining us for the first time, my name is Heather Torres, and I am the host of the Think Marketing Podcast. I wanna welcome you if you're new to the podcast and let you know that we release an episode every single Tuesday. And I'd love to encourage you to share this with a friend. If you are getting value out of these lessons or any other episode, maybe send a friend a text or send them a DM on Instagram all about this podcast. It would mean the world to us if you would share this with the other leaders and the other people in your life who are wanting to grow a YouTube channel or build an online business. Now, we are heading into a two-part series sharing with you at the end of the year and at the beginning of the year some lessons that we've learned in 2020. We can all agree that 2020 has been like no other year. And I'm excited because in this first two episodes, Sean is sharing with you the 10 lessons that he's learned. This one, he'll share five, and the next one, he'll share five additional. And what I think is gonna be maybe eye-opening is during this episode, he really dives into being vulnerable. He really shares some numbers and stats that might be surprising to you uh, where we started when all of this in 2020 happened. I think it's really great to be able to share your successes online and, and share that with your community. But I also think that a lot of times people can more so relate to the struggles that you feel. And so the five lessons that Sean shares in this episode, I think will be eye-opening and really give you an insight into how we think here at Think. So I'm excited, let's get into today's talk. Wow, 2020 was a crazy year and I'm excited to talk about in this two-part series, 10 lessons total, five lessons in this episode that 2020 taught me that I actually believe will really serve you even going into 2021 and beyond. And let's get right into it. Number one, crisis reveals character. 2020 really taught me that crisis reveals character. Now, James Lane Allen said this quote, adversity doesn't build character, it reveals it. And I think 2020 really showed us that, you know, um, when we think about the fact that hard times can teach us things, I think that is true, but really more than anything, hard times and crisis actually reveals our character. It's not really until you get squeezed that you see what's really inside of you. And 2020 was been a hard year for a lot of people. And I understand that sometimes depending, we've all been given different circumstances. So under the weight of maybe job loss, or if you owned a brick and mortar store or a restaurant or something, there's so many different dimensions of how 2020 could hit you. But I think we had a chance this year to either get bitter through everything that was happening through the pandemic and through an election and through everything else, or to choose to get better. And really I recognized and saw a lot of friends, peers, fellow business owners, other people that in the midst of the crisis, some they're character really came to the surface. I mean, people's, maybe you notice this, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's somebody else, people are on edge, like who they really are started to really come out. That's definitely a lesson that I learned. You know, it also makes me think of, you know, people say money changes people. I actually don't believe that. Money doesn't change people. It amplifies who they already are. Money is a turbocharger for maybe what's already inside of you. And so that is a huge lesson 2020 taught me. Number two, crisis reveals opportunities. 
you know, with uh, financial crisis, racial tensions and racial injustice, media elections, there was a lot of really challenging things this year. And even going into 2021, there are pretty much still the same challenges. A lot of things still lingering. And I never want to be insensitive to the real harsh realities that the pandemic and things like that have triggered because it's not like it's just, you know, delusional optimism. However, crisis does reveal opportunities. And there is uh, a quote that says, opportunity often comes disguised in the form of misfortune or temporary defeat. Napoleon Hill said that. And that every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries within it a seed of equal or greater benefit. Wow. That every adversity, everything that we went through in 2020, every heartbreak break inside of it is a seed of equal or greater benefit. And so 2020 really gave us the opportunity to see what is the silver lining, if you will, in what's happening with um, the pandemic and things like that. And I would acknowledge we are blessed at Think Media, Think Marketing, because we were already in a future industry, if you will, that everyone started to need. You know, it's almost like we've been learning to swim for the last 10 years, not realizing that the world was going to get flooded. And all of a sudden people need live streaming. How do I zoom? What webcam do I need? So the opportunities really bubbled to the surface for especially Think Media and actually really amplified our business. But here's the thing. We're helping you build your influence with video. More than ever before, there is a spotlight and an opportunity to work from home, to create content from home, to master YouTube, to master online business, to go into e-commerce, which brings us to number three of lessons I learned this year is that the future is coming faster. And when I think about opportunities that this crisis revealed, it actually sped up certain industries and is bringing the future faster to us. What do I mean? Things like online in general. More people are leaning in on the internet. More people are looking towards the internet. Online video, it's growing. I remember back in March of 2020, we help a lot of people, entrepreneurs, business owners, people in real estate, network marketing, personal finance, all kinds of different industries. We also help a lot of people in ministry. And a pastor um, joined our Video Ranking Academy program hired me for coaching and we ended up because he also was had a leadership kind of arm of things he was writing a book and doing a few other things and he said you know i'm gonna be honest with you sean i didn't even think about youtube until i could no longer meet in person in my church and part of me was like well you're in the right place here to help like how can we help you how can we serve you the other part of me was shocked i was like it's march at this time 2020 you haven't thought about YouTube yet, but then I also kind of remembered that, look, it's not like everybody eats, sleeps, drinks, breathes, and lives YouTube the way that I do, or the way that maybe even you do in our community does. The future's coming faster, and now more people are shopping online, watching content online. Studies revealed that adult social media consumption doubled during the pandemic, and it's not like it's going to, it will, of course, recede a little bit, but it's not going to go back entirely. 
because people are, are forming new habits. They're learning new skill sets. My mom did not know how to watch Instagram stories. And then I had a son, Sean Bradley Cannell, and now she is an Instagram stories junkie. But she always tells me, Sean, they disappear. I don't know why they, they disappear. I'm like, you can just rewatch the whole story, mom. Just click back. Well, no, the, I only get like, I only get the three seconds to look at the picture that it's gone. And I'm like, mom, listen. So you get it. People are moving online. They're learning new skills. The future is coming faster. Another report revealed um, Amazon's breaking record sales all year long and that e-commerce growth, which just means online shopping, has accelerated to the projected numbers of 2022. What? Yeah, because of the lockdown, because of the pandemic, the future's coming faster. What was expected to be the adoption of shopping online and that we wouldn't hit those numbers, I think bigger than 20%, two out of 10 people starting to really shop online by 2022 is now happening today and won't change because people are like, oh, this is cool. Oh, I like having things auto-delivered. I like shopping online. I see that I could order something with free shipping, free returns, try it on and send back the one that didn't fit. I'm learning a whole new skill set. What does that mean for you and for me? It means that there's really never been a better time to lean into creating content, to affiliate marketing, to thinking about how you can answer specific questions, solve problems. The future is coming faster. The internet, video, e-commerce, social media, all of those. This is a growing industry. It's not going backwards. In fact, it's going faster forward. And that's a major lesson 2020 taught me. Number four, the best defense is a good offense. Now, you maybe have heard that before, famous phrase. Um, It's actually known as the strategic offensive principle of war. Generally, it's the idea that proactivity, a strong offensive action, instead of a passive attitude, will preoccupy the opposition and ultimately hinder its ability to mount an opposing counterattack, leading to having a strategic advantage. The best defense is a good offense. It's called the strategic offensive principle. And man, this is like the lesson that I think really hit me personally and hit our team personally in 2020 that I think is more critical than ever before in 2021 because things haven't changed much. Joan Benez said this, action is the antidote to despair. Now, said with empathy, we're living through the greatest mental health crisis some people say the world's ever seen. Suicide's going up. Um, depression is going up. Discouragement is is on an all-time rise. And people are in all kinds of diff- different circumstances. They may be well off financially, but sad or despondent because they can't see family or they feel isolated. We can't see people's smiles because they're behind masks. There's so much. There's so much division. It feels like here in the America that the country's never been more divided. There's a lot of despair. Well, this quote said that action is the antidote for despair. And what we learned in 2020 was that while the majority waited, we went to war. And I know that for some, they were maybe kind of just put into a level of paralysis. A lot of our peers, competitors, other people in the industry, people in the bigger, maybe personal development, business development, niche, all these different things. I saw a lot of people just kind of waited out. Just kind of say, like, let's ride this thing out. I don't know what's going to happen. Or some that maybe couldn't overcome that despair. But man, the best antidote for despair is action. And while other people waited, we went to war. 
And, you know, one of the benefits that happened at Think Media was even not because of the pandemic, just because we had expanded, hired more people, began to invest in some things to grow the company. Going into February of 2020, we were negative $30,000 on our profit and loss. I don't know how you would feel if you saw one month that you were down $30,000. It's not very good. You know, my wife is our CFO. She's like, this you know, math is not your strong shoot, Sean, but let me just explain this to you. Being negative $30,000 in a month is a bad thing. Actually, when it comes, what you want is you want to be not in the red, but you want to be in the black, right? You know, even even's good. Plus 10 would be nice. You want to be positive. We, we were negative going into February. And then I started seeing the news going into March. And so I was like, oh my, dear God, the ship is sinking. Like I, I, I kind of felt this pressure it, before even talking to the Think Media team. Like, what are we going to do? And I really had an option. Do I shrink back in despair or do I decide that action is the antidote to despair? And, and do I start playing defense? Do we start playing defense or do we go on offense? And we really leaned into this concept of wartime versus peacetime leaders. And I felt stirred. I mean, just praying and, and studying and getting advice and getting counsel. And I was like, man, I started to study wartime leaders versus peacetime, peacetime leaders and realized, man, now it's wartime. If we're, if we're hemorrhaging money, if we're down financially, if there's a pandemic externally, if the future is full of uncertainty, what do we do next? And we leaned into being wartime leaders. And I remember we started to do a couple practical things. We started to take offense. We were locked down. We were spending less time or no time shooting and even doing recordings like this where uh, we've got like Heather and Omar and Kyle here. And, you know, we're all working from home, which we normally do, but even more so. And, um, you know, we're, the situation was changing. We're having like stay at home orders. And so we started to double down meetings. I was like, we need to communicate more with the team. We went to a Monday, uh, Wednesday, and Friday meeting. We, we were doing that just once a week. We started to uh, double down on content. We started to uh, post more videos. We went to five videos a week. We went from uh, three, really, videos a week, two to three to five. Um, we started multiple shows, the Think Marketing Live show. We did a lot of things, and I'll talk about those in a future lesson. But it really became kind of a wartime leader versus a peacetime leader mindset. And I'll cover that very concept and sort of like the 20 principles of wartime leaders in a future Think Marketing podcast episode. But offense versus defense. I want to challenge you. Defense matters. You got to protect your ass sets. You got to protect your assets. But offense is the only way you're ever going to win the game if you don't put points on the board. And here's a kind of a, interesting story we talked about throughout the Thick Media team in regards to this lesson was, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Forrest Gump, but there's a scene in Forrest Gump where they're, they're shripping, right? They're, they got their shrimping company and Forrest and Lieutenant Dan is out on, on the ship in the midst of a storm and they're on the ship and there's a crazy storm. And I, I remember Lieutenant Dan's like on the top of the, uh, you know, the sails. And he's like, God, if you will, let us survive tonight. And like rain is pouring. And it looks like they're just going to get crushed by this storm, this crisis. Right. And they survived the night because they were out there. They were riding through the storm. They were pressing through the storm. And if you could picture the scene in the famous movie Forrest Gump, the next morning they wake up. 
and they're and or the scene cuts back to them and they're driving along the shore and all the other uh, boats are sidelined. They're all wrecked on the shore, washed up on the shore because they were out there, because they were leaning in, because they were on offense. They next day, they were then the only ones there. They were like the only ones standing. They were the only ones, you know, still out there shrimping. And then they throw down the nets and then boom, before that, they weren't catching any shrimp. But now crisis came. It potentially put a lot of people into waiting mode. But Forrest and Lieutenant Dan, man, they went to war. That's what we did at Think Media. And it's a major lesson that we learned. We went on offense and what we noticed was it was a big year because again, we didn't shrink back. We doubled down on content. We didn't shrink back. We doubled down on shows and connection with our community and started new ways to connect with people by, we started the coffee with candles show where I started to answer people's questions and bring them on Streamyard. Heather started the think marketing live show, started to bring people on. We started more shows and started our video ranking Academy. And Tony does the VRA show and the tip of the week. We started to go more into community, more into pouring in. We, we leaned into offense and we learned that it actually accelerated us ahead because why the majority waited, we went to war. This is your opportunity, I think, going into 2021. We continue to lean into this. And it's a decision to take leadership, to not be passive, right? The law of strategic offensive principle, but to take control and to take charge. And on this lesson, I love how Dale Carnegie said this. He said, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. And you might have a stay-at-home order, but you can still get busy because think about the times we live in. We live in a time where you can start your show, shoot that video, create that channel, build that website, start that video podcast, sign up for that affiliate program, read that book, learn that new skill, study. Like We live in a chance where if you want to crush doubt and crush fear, you got to crush in action and lean in and go out and get busy. All right. Number five, use social media. Don't let social media use you. You know, in 2020, we see this massive opportunity and even stated at the beginning of this episode, there's more people on social. Adults are doubling their social media use. There's more of a chance to reach people and impact people with social media. But I believe that social media is a tool. It could be used for good or evil. Social media is a tool. It can bring positive things, but it could also bring toxic things. Just like money. Money's not the root of all evil. The love of money is because money can, and greed can actually really take hold of your heart and be toxic, but money as a tool can build orphanages, can free people from sex trafficking, can build profitable businesses that impact communities and families and revive economies and provide financial freedom to people. It's just a tool. Social media is just a tool. And here's my opinion. I don't want tools to use me. I want to use the tools. So use social media. Don't let social media use you. I think one of the things we saw in 2020, and I struggled with this, is I think probably a lot of our social media consumption went up. I don't know if your phone tells you your screen time every week, but I know some weeks it's like, hey, your screen time is up this week. And I recognize that I'm on my phone a lot for work purposes, but I'm a victim of the scroll as well, endlessly scrolling, comparing my life to others on Instagram. Come on, kind of just looking for one hit of dopamine or that, or looking for that next meme that's gonna help me be distracted from the fears or the worries that I have that day. I think 2020 taught me the lesson of just how important it is to guard your heart and your mind. 
Man, when you open up Facebook, you open up Instagram, and and you just see another uh, election, uh, you know, headline, another coronavirus headline, another this, another that. It's just constant. And when you think about the news cycle and drama and politics and all kinds of stuff, it's crazy. And you know, when it comes to advertising, statistics revealed that you and me are exposed to between four thousand to ten thousand ads and media messages per day. That is something that God never created us to experience, in my opinion. That is so much coming at us. So what is the solution? The solution is the fact that unless you're tied down with somebody you know, scrolling for you, forcing you to look at your phone, it's up to you to put your phone down. It's up for you to put airplane mode on. It's up to you to set your phones aside in the drawer, in the box, and actually sit down with your family across the table and talk to each other. And I'm not trying to stand on a soapbox and preach at you. I'm saying this is something I've learned and had to fight all year long. And I think will be a new skill set that we have to fight all the way till 2025 and beyond because we can't let social media use us. We have to use social media. And it made me think about the importance of you know, kind of mental toughness and the importance of guarding your heart, guarding your mind, having a clear mind, not letting all the distraction and everybody else's agenda in your email inbox, everybody else potentially DMing you or, or, or saying this or that on Facebook and all this different stuff that can come your way. My question, is that helping you build your business and reach your goals? Is that helping you stay on offense and protect your heart and your spirit and your mind so you can build that business for your family? so that you can impact the people that need your message, so that you can shoot that video that uh, people need to see you educating or entertaining on YouTube, you gotta be careful and make sure that social media isn't using you because that, my friends, I think we could all agree, could sometimes lead us to the despair we feel instead of the motivation and wholeness and, uh, and energy and health that we want to feel. So those are just five lessons uh, that 2020 taught me. I'm excited for part two, so definitely make sure to check out part two as well. I've got five more, and these ones are more granular and specific that I believe are gonna help you really crush it and get momentum going into 2021. So I can't wait to see you in the next, next episode. Well, that was the first five lessons that Sean learned in 2020. And in the next episode, we're going to get into five more really great lessons that he learned. And if you want to go deeper on YouTube, that's what we do here at Think on the Think Marketing Podcast. If you want to go deeper into that, well, this episode was actually brought to you by the Think Masterclass. This is our one hour class for you to learn the three secrets to success on YouTube. Sean breaks down his journey on YouTube, but not just that, the latest stats and what's actually working right now on the platform. So if you're in a position where you want to grow a YouTube channel, maybe you're a business owner or an entrepreneur who already has a successfully running business and you want to learn how do I bolt on YouTube into my marketing strategy? Or maybe you're working a full-time job right now, or you're a stay-at-home mom and you want to figure out a way to create additional income for your family or change careers and go full-time on YouTube. This is the class for you. And if you've not yet taken it, I wanna get you over to the class because it's brand new and it's only up for a limited time. So go to thinkmasterclass.com to check out the latest class here at Think.
And I wanna thank you if you've rate or reviewed this podcast over on Apple iTunes. This is a great way for Apple iTunes to help put our podcast in front of other people just like you. So today's review comes from Hey K Jen, and she says, such great value is everything that the Think Media, Think Marketing team does. Loved the email marketing episode. Hey, K Jen, thank you so much for leaving that review and letting us know that that was the episode that impacted you. It means so much to us to be able to read your comments and read your reviews. And so if you haven't yet gone over to iTunes, if you're driving right now, just do it when you stop. But if you are on your phone right this minute, I wanna ask you to go over there and rate and review the podcast. And maybe your review will end up on a future episode. Well, we are going to conclude today's episode and we are heading into part two of this next week. I also wanna say happy new year and excited for the future and all things that are gonna be happening in 2021. If 2020 taught us anything, it taught us that we should be expecting for great things and that you never know what's to come. So I'll see you in next year in the next episode.